Hey, it's Kara. And Tasha. Get in. We're, We're going, going to, to Florida, Florida Festivals. Festivals. Last week we went to the Apopka Seafood Festival. And this weekend we were at the Winter Garden Heritage Music Festival or Heritage and Music Festival. We're music really, and Heritage Festival. We're not really sure because of the way the sign looks. I don't know, but it was all fun. Yeah. We had musical artists at both festivals that we were interested in. So I would say that kind of drove us there. Yeah, that was definitely the driving force behind both of them. But I think they were both. Um, it was fun to see both. Yeah. It was just something totally different that we've never We're heard. not super close to a popka. I don't know that I've ever had a reason to go to a popka. No. Um, it was interesting getting there. Mm-hmm. There was... I've never been to that part of Florida, so, like, I guess I feel like we left Disney World, and then all of a sudden it was, like, development, not developed house. Development, not developed house. Yeah, you could tell it was, I mean, you hate to, like, say, say it like this, but you could tell it was one of those, like, um, older areas that developed a while ago, more, like, in the farmland area, and then now they're using some of that empty space to start putting in, like, new developments, so it was very like back and forth. Yeah. I would say also that there's probably a lot of character there. I would say the same thing about winter garden. I think as we walked through like the village character. Yeah. We're living in this area. We're living in a very touristy area. Um, and that's all we're seeing on the regular. Like when we drive to work or drive to each other's houses or drive, you know, even to the things that we're doing, it's very, um, there's always something new. Yeah, and it's it's very, but it's very like strip plaza, apartment complex. <laughs> I think that's Florida. That's the funny thing. I, but I think that comes from growing up in a town that's very established. Like you can't build anything else in my hometown. It is done. There is nothing else to build. There is nowhere yeah. else to build it no, unless right. something goes out of business, which happens frequently. Um, but I think that I didn't grow up seeing things pop up new here and there. You're right. When I did, it was a huge deal. Yeah. Like we got a Starbucks a couple years ago and like huge deal and we know starbucks is not that big of a deal there it was yeah because there's just something new that wasn't ever there before so i think it's fun i think most of these festivals we find are via social media well i would say for us two artists yeah well following them on social media so just seeing what they're doing we're always looking for places to go in florida um especially these two events were I mean, affordable. And they're in our backyard. And free. Right. So it's like, these are the best ways to see some of these different, you know, people that maybe don't, um, you know, tour to venues that we're like going, like going to. And I like that because then we are not out a ton of money because I think if you do follow us on TikTok or Instagram, you see that we had a TikTok that was about miles we traveled and money we spent. We do spend a decent amount on certain tickets, but these ones that we don't spend a lot of money on, I feel like those are the best experiences. Right, because at the same time, we're doing something totally different than just going to a concert venue. I can go to any concert venue. Here, we've been to all of them. Right. There's not a venue I haven't been to within three, four hours. I mean, that that literally covers most of the state. The the bigger venues I've been to. Yeah, the ones that your artists are going to come through. Been to Miami. I've been to Jacksonville. You know, you can't really go anywhere else in Florida, but those places at this point from where we're at being central Florida located. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was fun going to, we'll start with the Apopka Seafood Festival. I'm a huge seafood fan. Uh, 
I like seafood, everything but fish, which is usually what they, but they're, they're not selling, um, they're not you know, selling like you tilapia, tilapia yeah, at a festival. festival so. a cheap fish. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely your more up there. I wouldn't say up there, but it's not your tilapia and your. I mean, even a grouper is a good fish, but if you don't, if you're not into it, you're not right, into no, a good salmon. Right. No, but I like the shrimp, lobster, crab leg, like that kind of stuff, and that's what they're mostly selling at these kinds of. Things. I think the interesting part at the Apopka Seafood Festival, it was a very small. Nice area. Like, there was yeah. baseball fields and stuff around it. Was it was in, like a, like, a recreational area of town. Obviously, it's used for different stuff through town. Baseball, um, different gathering areas. The the stage itself was clearly used as, like, just, like, a local... You could do theater things there. theater, yeah, for, like, local things. Um, so, when we got there, we were like, uh, we decided we were just going to... Instantly go to food. I think we were both probably hungry. Um, well, let's start with, okay, so the cost was, we paid for the tickets ahead of time. It was $15 yes. just to get into the festival. That This one did have a, it was like 15-ish, right? It was $15, and I believe it did give you access to, like, the bounce houses and stuff. Don't quote me on that, because we clearly we were not bouncing. There. Yeah, we weren't, that wasn't something we were We were not doing. rock climbing either. Um, and then they did have, an op, like, a VIP option where you got, like, an all-you-can-drink pass for it was like two hours of the night. That was only $50, which isn't terrible. And it gave you, you time slots. There was Okay, so different time slots of the day. Yeah, there were and three then to I'm, five. I'm assuming, so they had in the amphitheater area where the artists were playing, they, they had an area with seats. And then there was a fence where the grass was. So I'm assuming, and uh, again, we don't know because we just got the basic ticket, that if you got that $50 VIP, you were able to go sit in that seated area. Yes, I believe that's what it was. So our drive to go here was David Nail. Uh, Matt Stell was also there, but sorry, Matt Stell, we did not see you because it was cold. Friends, Florida gets cold. Yeah, I was in shorts and a tank top, and I instantly regretted the the shorts and a tank top quickly. And here's the thing about Florida. It can be 85 degrees during the day, and it can get down to 60 at night. And because of the humidity in the air, it can be, it's, it's a wet cold, which is almost worse then and we were near some water at the yeah. time. like i i wouldn't even say it was like freezing but i was uncomfortable cold because it was also windy it was and honestly it was a great night though if i was dressed appropriately i probably wouldn't have said we're leaving right but i had told you even like i was wearing pants and a sweatshirt and all that stuff but like my nose was getting cold and yes that kind of stuff is like the un- like when your fingertips and your nose get cold like that's the uncomfortable cold that you really can't shake because you know you're not going to be walking around with some covering your nose i did have a sweatshirt but yes it was it was uncomfortably cold but yeah when we got in there we headed straight to the food because we there was nothing going on prior to that i think there were bands and stuff but we didn't get there in time for that but we did show up a little early unlike me for most things and i was like okay well we got to get food first get situated then see david nail well that was too bad we did get our food we did get our foods but he started early yeah he did so the the website put him on at seven um seven or seven thirty i don't even one but but we were 30 minutes off yeah it was he started 30 minutes before whatever that time was uh which is fine because he really did end up almost playing until whatever hour he the website said he was listed to finish yes so it gave him like another 20 ish minutes which is great we love that for any artist especially for a fan right because that's a great thing to be like oh i get to hear songs i want to hear yeah and he ended up playing a lot of like even said these are like album cut songs and things like that um 
We did take a look at all of the places to get food from. So I think that's the fun thing about these smaller festivals. You're seeing small businesses. Yes. And there wasn't a ton of different places. For the, for that size of festival, there was a lot. You know, when you're thinking of like a festival. It wasn't a Windy City barbecue. Yeah. It, that it's Festival's kind of a loose term yes. for this. But I would say there was six to eight different yeah, places to choose totally. from. And it, it wasn't just seafood, which was also nice. Because obviously you're going to run into people who either can't have it or don't like don't it like it my mom doesn't like seafood right wouldn't have been her festival but i think we ended up eating at like some main it was called like main the main lobster lobster yeah, yeah it was good so i had a lobster quesadilla which some people when i told them that they were like those two things don't go together one cheese goes with everything two you can never it go wrong good. with lobster I had a sauce with it too. I'm a very plain person. I don't have to have sauce to make. I know you're a, I'm a you're a sauce gal. person. <laughs> I can eat anything plain. I can also eat it with every kind of sauce under the sun. Um, it didn't need it because I wanted to taste the lobster. lobster. Yeah. If I was paying twenty five dollars, yeah, and the lobster was good because I got a lobster roll from the same place. From the same place, and it was it had a lot of flavor. I thought, the but lobster. At this point, you do know you're paying for seafood, so they they were each twenty five dollars. So it was sure. it was that price for that and fries. Um, my only complaint is that you couldn't buy drinks anywhere, which was a festival issue, not necessarily the vendor issue. No, it wasn't. The vendor actually told because I had asked. I said, "Do you have drinks?" And she said, "We are not allowed to sell them." So I would say this was definitely a food truck. Yeah. So I would say probably normally they do, but um. The, the venue told them no because they wanted to sell drinks for $5 a can. <laughs> we love that for everybody. So we sit down to go to town on our seafood and we thought we were going to go all Keith Lee on everybody. If you don't follow him on TikTok, please start. He rates food one to 10. We did take some videos of us eating the food, but then all of a sudden David nails on and we're like, oh, let's just sit up here and listen. And he starts singing the reason we're at the festival, which is red light. Uh-huh. So And at first I was like, that's not it. Sometimes David Nail likes to do this thing where he plays the songs that and they don't sound like the way that they're recorded. And Tasha was like, no, that's absolutely what this is. And then he went got, obviously got into the words and I was like, no, you're right. But even the words at first, he was like singing it slightly different. And I was thrown off, but I was like, this is it. I was like, I'm finishing this $25 quesadilla yeah. right here. So we will record this sitting down eating lobster and we put on the best show of our lives back there i feel bad for everybody around us there was only like three people they can deal i actually don't feel bad i think i'm a riot i'm sure they thought we were just the stars of the show yeah david nail who Karen and tasha like this is the, this is the main event um so we did that and i i mean red light is definitely a great song if you want to hear more of our thoughts on that check out our instagram reel that we do have some thoughts on poor david nail writing red light yeah. It's just a banger, but at the same time, such a sad one. So sad. <laughs> but overall, then we moved down closer into the grassy area. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of people there no. for, the, for the, the amount of space you had. I would say we watched three-fourths of the show standing there, and then all of a sudden, someone came up and handed everybody along the fence standing wristbands, which was still not a lot of people, and we slowly made our down, way down to the seats. Yeah, which was fun. It was nice. It was nice to get a little bit closer. And by closer, like on the stage, we were like third row at first. And then all of a sudden there was a fight. Oh my goodness. The drama. I'm <laughs> the, here for it. The drama in Apopka that night. 
We're and going it was between with a lady and a man. Yes, and some people are going to be like a man. No, it was her fault. It was absolutely her. She fault. was coming after him, and I don't even think they were together. Like I don't think they knew each other. I don't. I, I don't think so either. At first, I thought maybe all of those people in the front row knew each other. Well, I don't know if you noticed. Let's rewind before punches started being thrown. Did you notice the lady giving the guy a lap dance in the first row? I missed that. Oh, I wish I would have recorded it. My goodness, I was like, "What is happening here?" Goodness. And then there's like these three, maybe ten year olds in the second row, and then it was us in the. We made it. We made our way to the third row, and like we said, some people paid for this. They also did get two hours of unlimited drinks, so I guess and I don't feel bad. They saw the majority of the show up there, whereas we did not. Like it's not like they gave it to us during his second song. Yeah, I think he was playing whatever she's got, and we kind of like that's when he they hand us the things and we move. So like we're singing a song that we know and moving up front. Yeah, and then this fight breaks out, and it's this lady. Who you can tell is drunk and she's just whacking this man. They got in between her and pulled her off and she kept going, going, going. I saw her get a good hit on this face. And then, yeah, and then walked around to people. Like security were in between her, hit him again. And I looked at Tasha and I was like, that's going to be the hit that gets her in trouble. because. And I just want to say during this, David Nail took a seat with his drummer. Oh, yeah. He was was like, what is going on here? But, I mean, I think sometimes, like, he didn't even address it, really, which I don't think it always needs addressed. Sometimes I think those are people looking for attention. Yeah. So they escorted her out. I don't know that he was escorted out, but he definitely left. He was definitely left. to the side. Yeah, he, he left his I spot. don't know that they made him leave, but he didn't, didn't really to. see him again. was not his fault. And then when everything was over, David got up and was like, are we good? Yeah, and then just <laughs> kept singing. Um, So I would say overall, that was a great experience. Would I go again? If there's an artist worth seeing. Yes. It's not something that I'd have to, like, it's not a festival that I'm like, we need to go It's not going to be our food. annual seafood festival no. venture. Um, but definitely if there's a decent enough artist, $15 to get in is great. Great. And I don't think we have enough. I don't know how you grew up in this aspect, but we had a lot of fairs. Oh, uh, we have, we had so many. I mean, we had a fair for everything. And I know there's fairs down here, but I don't think they're ran the same. I agree. And that's how I saw a lot of country artists growing up, like, yeah. for free. Like, one of my favorites is I saw Joe Diffie at the Sweet Corn Festival, like, more recently, oddly enough. And that's one of my favorite memories of, like, going to the fair. You spend your day. You get your fair food. You hang out with your people you know. And then you see an artist. So I I think our idea of a festival in Florida is different than what most music festivals are but also it's kind of giving me that fair fair vibe down here Mm -hmm. um but you know it was a good little place kind of like that so then this weekend we said well and by we i mean it was absolutely me i follow this artist um named bryce malden i found him on tiktok during covid and i will convince anybody right yeah he's from florida central florida or i believe he said somewhere about 50 minutes away from Winter Garden okay. area. I don't want to mispronounce the place. I, Webster? Weber? Weber's a college. It is, yes. So, one of those two places. <laughs> Bryce, mom, pop us in the comments and tell us where you're, where where you're, you're from. originally from. Um, Webster is where it is. And at least that's a place in Florida. And anyway, so I found him on TikTok and I've just kind of followed him ever since. I listen to his music. I'm a subscriber and follower on Spotify. I like his stuff. You couldn't convince me that he's not 
just as important as anybody else on my Spotify daily list because he pops up there almost every day. So I saw him last year at this same festival, but the festival was in the fall. So it was fall of 21. And then this year it was, I mean, I guess this is winter of 23. So I saw him last fall. Okay. And I really like him. I don't listen to him. She's heard some songs the in my songs car. The songs I've heard have been driving places with Tasha. I don't give her an option. They're not bad. It's not bad music. No, I definitely think he is someone who's trying to make his way into the country world. And I think he's doing a good job with what he releases. Yeah, I liked everything. Honestly, I liked everything. I thought he was really, I thought he sounded good. I thought he sounded I good. I thought too. his band was good. I thought he picked good covers to sing. Um... Pause. I want everybody to know, I am not, we did not talk about our opinions of this performance prior to this episode being recorded. So I did not convince Kara Bryceball was like (laughs) the best thing since sliced bread. No, she just said we're going. And I said, okay. And in the end, I'm coming away impressed. Yeah, I, I really like that song he ended with. Oh, that's one of my favorites. That's actually Um, what got me listening to him in the first place. Um, He's got quite a few songs. He just released one the other day. So if you're not a Bryce Malden fan, I don't know that there's a ton of our following that would even know who he is. Um, but he did just release a song, Thinking What I'm Thinking. The song Kara is talking about is called I Broke Up With You. And that is what got me listening to him in the first place. I liked that one. And you know what I really actually liked? He, he sang Florida Georgia Line and he didn't pick Cruz. I really do like him a lot. My, I do have a few burning questions for Bryce Malden if he ever listens to our podcast or if we ever get the chance to interview him. And mine would be, where are you going to be during CMA Fest? Because I do feel like he needs a spot. Your up-and-coming artists need that. And then what else can we do to support you? Because I want to see more of you. Yeah. I would definitely go see him again. I'm really impressed that I picked a decent... <laughs> Decent Florida boy for us to see because I do follow a lot of him. And I think it's important that even though I do like my people, like my Luke Bryan, who I followed since 2010, just want to throw that out there. I think it's fun to see an artist evolve. And we've, I believe we've touched on this before. I mean, we were just talking about Hunter Hayes even. Yeah. When you are the person that starts seeing them performing at festivals, it's fun. It's fun to see them evolve. Yeah, you have a different connection with them and their music and their career. And he may never listen to this. He may never see what we post on there. But when I did see him in the fall um, at that same festival, like I said, 2021, um, he did meet and greets right after. He did the same thing today. We were just busy checking out the festival. We missed it. Sorry. We did stand around for a little bit, but we didn't awkwardly know how to say like, can we get a picture? Yeah, because they were busy packing up their stuff. Um, he is performing in Jacksonville in a couple weeks with Ernest. Like, he's performing for Ernest. So I'm excited for that because I do think he's aligning himself with the right people to potentially have that moment next, of... Yeah, his next step in that. Yes, because I'm in the right direction. not sure he's signed right now. Possibly not. So, you know, like we saw Andrew Janakos um, performing for Sony. I know he's been through spouts of, like... Not, not being signed, yeah. being signed, those kind of things. So I do hope that Bryce Malden has a future in country music. It might not be radio, but at the same time, if you can make it being an influencer and hopping on TikTok, yeah. I mean, he does. I was telling Kara while we were there, I was like, he hops on TikTok live all the time. He, like, he shouted me out because I'm like, hey, from Florida. And he'll be like, hey, Latasha. <laughs> 
because that's my username on there. But he notices. Mm -hmm. And I think that says a lot, too, because while he's not going to know me by face, if you're acknowledging your fans, that says a lot, too. Mm -hmm. So glad we made you a Bryce Malton fan today. (laughs) Okay, so now just a little bit about the festival itself. It's um, in the middle of Winter Garden. Super um, cute place. If yeah, you've never been there, check it out. It's a little, small town, cute shops, restaurants. So it's free to walk around. I mean, you just go in into the area and just you walk around. Um, you pay for drink tickets if you want to drink off of from a vendor off the street. There's also like bars and restaurants you can go into. Crooked Can is one of their, I believe they called it a legacy sponsor. So they've been helping with this festival for, I'm assuming, quite a few years now. Um, the only other Crooked Can location is in Ohio. So, you know, I like to, I do know that. Like to really point that so part out. I love Crooked Can in general. Um, so one of the, as we're talking beer, two of the beers that were available on the street whatsoever were always too crooked can. Yeah. Um, which I think's neat. You like, you're supporting your local breweries while also you could have Yingling or I believe the other option was Miller Lite. And then there was like different food trucks and different vendors selling food, um, on the street. And then, like I said, you could go into restaurants. There was restaurants open. Um, we walked into a couple different local shops that were there. They have a really cute bookstore. We've even um, added some restaurants onto our, we have a restaurant list to check yeah. out. So we've added some onto that too, as a result of these festivals, um, being held. Cause other than that, I wouldn't have a reason to go to downtown winter garden to just walk. Not a chance in heck. We've been there. That's yeah. the funny thing uh-huh. to, to yeah. go to crooked can specifically, but yeah. I went to crooked can. I did what I needed to do there and I yeah, left. That's the most I've ever walked around. Cause yeah. I've been to crooked can. Maybe two or three times. Um, but I never walked that far down the street. So I didn't even realize there was that much stuff. I didn't either. And I was there last year for the festival. Um, I think it's a very friendly, like family friendly festival. Yeah, definitely, too. yeah, definitely. They had face painting for the kids. There, there was were different, there was like street acts. There were acrobat type um, things going on. There's multiple stages. So it's all sorts of different type of music being played. Acoustic, full band. Uh, there was some guy just riding around on a unicycle playing a guitar. We actually parked in the wrong area because it was coming up on four o'clock, which is when Bryce was starting his set. And I was like, oh, we pulled in. We're on time. It's 357. Let's go. And of course, we passed every single stage to get to where he was playing on the yeah. Main Street stage. But it made it fun because we did get to see everything going and leaving yeah so i like that we got to kind of explore if you would say and there was a really nice lady who gave us drink tickets as she was leaving shout out yeah she she was just like we're leaving do you want these and conveniently there were two so i mean that's always nice when we see some some nice people in the world to experience things as we go through this journey of exploring a new festival Yep. i have really been missing the segment where we talk about our favorite and least favorite song lyrics. Yeah. Sometimes so, we have so many ideas that we just keep going. So if you guys like a specific segment, definitely let us know. But I think we try to switch it up a little bit. We do some food reviews. We review some other things. But I like the but favorite we're de- and least We're definitely favorite. back to favorite and least favorite lyrics. And coming off of Crash My Playa, we have a themed week. Yeah, we really, I mean... I think everybody else likes the Luke Bryan episodes as well, because who wouldn't like these? 
So, Kara, what is your least favorite Luke Bryan lyric? Okay. So, my least favorite Luke Bryan lyric comes from my least favorite Luke Bryan song. It's one of my favorite. I just want to interject very quickly. It is one of my favorite Luke Bryan songs. Very favorite. I would say top three off of that album specifically, but go ahead. So, it's in Play It Again when he sings the line... Uh, s- uh, something about sitting by the radio scanning like a fool AM, FM, XM2. Now, I have a bigger issue with the lyric be- <laughs> because the whole song premise is essentially about Luke Bryan trying to find this song that this girl likes because he wants her to hear it so that she's happy and he can impress her. So he is like trying to do all the things to find this song. This is of the era of the iPod. Like, just plug your damn iPod in and play the song. It's not that hard. Pull up YouTube. iPhones were invented, okay? Like, you don't have to be scanning radio stations to find the song. Pull out a damn guitar and play it. Like, you are a musician. (laughs) See, we have such vastly different opinions here because I remember being specifically in high school. At the time, I had a boyfriend who had a truck. So, like, as she's saying this, I would be infatuated with a man if he found the song that was like our song i'm not saying currently at my current age no but in high school absolutely would have been like oh my gosh it was fate because he found it on the radio whatever now no i'd be like okay i'm so stupid i would be like why are we listening to the radio these days but then i mean my gosh that was almost 15 years ago at this point and i would have been like wow, this is really meant to be because this song came on when we were in the car together, especially on the radio. I get the AM part. The song's not going to be on the AM You're not scanning AM for anything. Listen. Except talk radio. (laughs) That's fine. But if he would have tried anything, just even the fact that he was trying, because let's think about men these days. They don't put much effort into anything. Okay, I will give you that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's about all. (laughs) However... Ox chords are a thing, so I can meet you. It's not even halfway, but I can meet you a fourth of the way and say, yeah, just plug the aux chord in and put it on shuffle, and then if it pops up. But, like, you can make the playlist to make that pop up. Put three songs on it and be like, wow, how did that happen? (laughs) He knows exactly how it happened. But I think there's something cute about just, like, riding your back roads with the person you like. I also just hate this song. I mean, this is a bigger (laughs) – there's a bigger picture here. I hate the song. It's the one – I don't sit down at concerts. This is the song I sit down for. She's a hater. I don't even know why, but this is the one that I, I don't sit down at anything, but occasionally, I guess. But mine, as we're driving the other day, we're listening to Luke because, you know, we're still on our Luke Bryan high. Almost crashed my playa high. One margarita. Here it comes. I don't. If you hear me talk about Luke Bryan, I love old Luke Bryan stuff to the death of me. And his new stuff, I couldn't tell you half the songs he releases now. If they catch on, or if they're catchy and I catch on, sure, I will listen what to them. What was the one that came on that I was like, the only time I ever listened to this song is at a concert? Waves? No. One. Oh, it was... Um, country On? Country On? It was Country On. Okay. Hey, and I was hey, like, USA. And I was like, um, I think I've heard this song three times. It's because we've seen him three times. There's a, there's a few times that I can, <laughs> I can shout that one to the top of my lungs. But so when Margarita comes on and I was like... What is he saying? I have seen this performed live numerous times at this point. This is not a brand new yeah, song. Yeah, he's got a whole shtick. He brings out a margarita. It's a huge margarita. Time. That's Spills the... it all over. Like, yeah. It's the whole thing. Especially at Crash My Playa. So we heard one margarita twice, I believe. And I just need someone to tell me what a Tiki Bar Tikin does. 
What does that mean? Tegan. Tiki bars Tegan. <laughs> pouring all weekend. Clouds ain't leaking no rain. It gets even worse as I read it out loud. Luke, I love you. You didn't write this, but you need you to have a talk with know. the people who write. Yeah. <laughs> Two pieces shaken. White caps are breaking. We ain't feeling no pain. I, I get it. I guess the worst part is at Crash My Playa as we're listening to it, we're just singing it like it's the best song in the world. Well, everything was the best song in the world at Crash My Playa. He sang I, Play It Again twice, and I was like, yeah! She was singing AMF and XM2, but I just don't know what a Tiki Bartikin is. I gotta throw it in there have, really fast. No, I don't even have the beginnings of an explanation. I'm going with the same people who wrote this one, wrote Dance Like a Dandelion. That's one of my <laughs> other least favorite Luke Bryan songs. Not songs, lyrics, specifically, because I just don't know what a, how I dance like a dandelion. I haven't figured it I'm out. I'm sorry, Luke. We don't mean to tear you apart like this, but I like it's a lot of love. album album cuts from Luke, so that's why I have to pick apart the ones that I have to hear all the time. But yeah, I I listen to him too much, and that's why I can pick apart some of his songs. Yeah, we have. But you got the cred. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely join us for our next episode and next segment of this piece because I can't wait to see what lyrics we come up with. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our episode. Make sure you're following us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at get in going to, and see you next week. Bye.